Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Frazzled with me, your host, Kelly Swingler. I am recording this from India. I am on day four. I needed to, that took me by surprise then. I am on day four uh, of this year's Ayurvedic retreat. I am in Kerala for uh, 16 days, and I'm on day three of our treatment. So we arrived a day early. Uh, last year I arrived kind of on the day before it started which we're kind of told would be okay we needed a day to just kind of compress after such a long such a long flight so we're day three into treatments it has rained every day it's just started again I'm just out of my treatment for today my treatments and therapies for today I've got about 45 minutes before we start our um, Indian clubs practice. Uh, once I've kind of got the hang of those a little bit more, I may share a few more details with you. But I wanted to share with you uh, a realisation that maybe, I'll be <laughs> depending on the internet here, it may be that you don't hear this until I get back to the UK, but I will record it and try and get it uploaded for you, even though I said there would be no podcast this week then it still may not be but we'll see how we go you'll you'll get this episode whenever whenever it is that you get it if you are a new listener welcome this is the uncut unedited version of frazzled the podcast i decided when i wanted to start this podcast that i i didn't want any stress with it right podcasts can sometimes be really stressful and you have to get loads of stuff done and they can cost a lot of money and they can take up a lot of time. And I just thought I want a quick and easy way to do it. So I gave myself permission to just record and share. And that is all I do. So there's no jingles. There's no adverts. There's no editing. What you hear is what you get. You may be able to hear the rain falling in Kerala in South India on my 16-day Ayurvedic retreat. Maybe... The sound has drowned it out. Who knows? But yeah, I wanted to, to kind of share. So, as I said, we're day four. This time last year was when myself and one other woman who I met on a retreat about three years ago. Um, this was the day there where we were kind of like, what the hell are we doing here? There's no way we can survive this long. Get us home. Get us out of here. This is ridiculous. And we're at very different stages and we're feeling very different at this particular point of the retreat. But what I really wanted to talk to you about today is the fact that sometimes what you want isn't always what you need. Sometimes what you want isn't always what you need. And how sometimes when we keep pushing and pushing and pushing for that thing that we want, causing ourselves to feel more stress and more upset or whatever other emotions, right? Maybe there's some anger coming up. Maybe there's some frustration. But whatever these kind of unhelpful sometimes feelings may be, I think sometimes that needs to cause us to stop and think, like, is this really the best thing for me? And I'll give you, I want to, I'll, I'll give you an example of, of kind of what I've done. But before I kind of do that, some 
prep that I did about last year. So I've, I've written about this. I think I may have uh, also done a, a previous podcast, podcast episode about this. But I had come to the same place on the same retreat last year. I had booked it in 2019 after um, a retreat to Rishikesh in India. We booked it in 2019. Um, We were due to be coming, I think, about a week before the UK went into lockdown. India had, had closed its gates and this thing called COVID actually started to feel a little bit real. And the day, I remember the day that I found out that this retreat had been cancelled and it was the day that Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, arrived on my pre-order because I can just remember feeling so upset and frustrated that I was due to be kind of flying out, you know, within the next few days and my retreat had been cancelled. And it wasn't so much the cancellation. I recognised that, you know, as I said, this thing was going to be real. That was causing a bit of upset and a bit of worry for people. But where I started to get really frustrated was in recognising that I had, in effect, been waiting a year before I had start to make, before I'd started to make some of the changes that I, that would, would have been helpful in preparation for that first retreat. I started to get quite annoyed, you know, like, what, what have you been waiting for? Right, what have you been waiting for? If you want to sort yourself out, sort yourself out. Little did I know it would then take kind of two years to get me on last year's retreat. And I still hadn't done any of the prep. You know, I think for many of us, 2020, and maybe for, for some of us still, 2021 kind of threw us many, many curveballs. And whilst I was doing a lot of stuff, I think just to keep myself sane, I wasn't necessarily introducing as many of the the practices that I wanted to include, nor was I really preparing enough for last last year's retreat. So I turn up on last year's retreat, I start to have all these lovely treatments we start to eat our prescribed foods. We have what's called a purgation day. I'll, I'll leave that, your, that one to your imagination for now. But we have what's called this purgation day. And it wasn't until really the kind of penultimate day where myself and um, this, this, this friend of mine, this woman that I'd met on this first retreat in 2019, we sat on these sun lounges from the yoga deck, kind of looking out to the sea in this Id- idyllic place. And we both realised that this retreat hadn't been the magic that we thought it would be. It hadn't been, you know, the kind of rocket up our asses that was going to magically transform our lives. And of, and of course it wasn't because I talk about a lot how, you know, one week off isn't going to fix burnout. But actually 10 days in India isn't going to automatically transform my life, my, my mindset or, or any of those sorts of things. Now, I definitely went through change and I did go through some sort of transformation. But a lot of the habits, a lot of the preparation, a lot of the, oh my God, that was, a, that was incredible. That flicked all these switches for me. I hadn't necessarily done enough prep for. So I made the decision at the end of last year's retreat to carry on as many of these daily practices as possible into my life. And if you listened to um, my episode recently on kind of self-care, I've been learning over the last few months that, that less is more. 
to really kind of tune into what I need. And I, and I do believe that that's a result of some of the practices that I have been able to implement and continue to do as a result of this retreat. So when I came back last year, I started working with an Ayurvedic coach and um, I, I meet with her once a month. We talk through things about my diet. Um, she does some lovely kind of distance Reiki for me. She prescribes me uh, my Ayurvedic herbs. And, you know, we, we continue, I, I've continued to work with her. So I've done a lot of prep for this retreat. I've set my intentions for this retreat. And my intention for this retreat was to retreat to go in as much as I could and do as much of the inner work as I could. A couple of days before I arrived, I got my check-in email. My check-in email then asked me if I wanted to upgrade to business class on the flight from Dubai to India. I thought, yes, I do. It was £200, like big best bargain ever. So I thought, yes, I do. And then I'll arrive in India all chilled. And I did had a lovely kind of second leg of the flight felt amazing so I'd been able to sleep in this kind of lay flat bed on the way over we arrived at I think about three o'clock in the morning we got to the the airport obviously then we've got to do check-in and we've got to do immigration and and all of all of those sorts of things so we get outside the airport about four o'clock it starts raining and our taxi driver's like, oh, like really apologetic oh, do you know we don't it doesn't bother us you know, from the UK, kind of used to it. It's lovely warm rain. But the taxi drivers didn't want to get so we just we stood and waited. There's lots of other people kind of huffing and puffing outside in the area. I'm just, you know, nice and chilled. You know, it'll be what it will be. It's only a bit of rain. We'll be fine. So we get to the hotel, we check in, everything's lovely. I know we've got Friday clear. So a chill. I sleep until about lunchtime. I then go downstairs, have my lunch with everybody, chill out a lot. And then our treatments start. And this is where some of my frustration had kicked in. So on the first day of treatments, our treatments were starting in the afternoon. It was the first day of the retreat. We had our welcome morning and all of our treatments were starting in the afternoon. That was absolutely fine. But day two arrives and we were asked before we came on this retreat to specifically state whether we wanted mornings or afternoons for our treatments. And I had stated mornings along with one other woman. And then everybody else had either put afternoons or I'm not that fussed. So we get our treatment list for the following day and I'm last thing on the list. Like, what is this? I'd specifically asked for mornings. There was another woman who her appointment had been booked right on lunch and she was like, I'll get really hangry by then because we're not having actual breakfast until after our purgation day. We're having some medicinal ghee to start our day. So lunch is kind of the first meal of the day for us. So I said, well, it's fun, I'll swap with you. It was doing me a favour because I didn't want to wait until the afternoon. It was doing her a favour, it was all good. Day two of treatments came... I'm still last on the list, I haven't got my afternoon slot. So yesterday, I started to get really irritated, right? I'm here in a beautiful location with incredible people, having the most incredible time, doing lots of reflection, making the most of all of the time, really kind of going inwards. I, I've spent one, you know, I spent the first 
day once we kind of had our welcome just on my own just journaling and reflecting and giving myself what it was that I needed had a quiet day I did a lot of journaling I did a lot of meditation so I'm doing all of that stuff and then the treatment list comes and I'm really like I'm raging Right, I'm the only one that had asked for mornings. You know, the other woman had got, got her morning, the other woman who had asked for mornings had got her mornings. So like, I'm the only one that had asked for mornings. And, you know, I'm last of the day and this is fair and rah, 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 rah. And then I kind of had to ask myself, like, what's the issue? Do you know what the issue was? That I couldn't go shopping. Because my friend that I met on my retreat three years ago, she and I usually shop together. And we both said this year that we weren't going to be doing much shopping. But I was annoyed because she's been having her morning appointments and I've been last thing in the day. We've not been able to get out. We've not been able to do what we've done on the last couple of retreats, which is go shopping together, spend money together and chill together. So as I'm kind of getting this rage and this feeling of unfairness and injustice over an appointment time, right? I'm not talking about anything big here, we're talking about an appointment time. I really kind of had to sit with that for a few moments. And what I realised, the frustration was coming from the fact that I couldn't go shopping. And so I sat with it, so what really is the issue? So what I wanted was this morning appointment so that I could then go and shop and spend loads of money in the afternoon. A couple of weeks before I came, I had cleared out and decluttered my entire wardrobe. I've gone from 11 double wardrobes down to one double wardrobe. I've wanted this capsule wardrobe forever. I've created it. But the first opportunity that I got to shop here, I couldn't take because of my appointment times. So what I wanted wasn't what I got. I could feel myself getting really angry by it. What did I need? How was I going to fix it? And it was all about acceptance. I have accepted I don't need to shop. I have accepted that whatever time my appointment time was going to be today was the appointment time that it was going to be. I trusted, certainly I tried to trust, that the time given would be the time that I needed, not necessarily the time that I wanted. And I was last on the list again today. Now, it's not hugely late into the afternoon. It's at two o'clock. I've had my two and a bit hours of treatments. I've then even got enough time to come and record this for you before I jump in the shower, wash all of these oils off and go for my Indian club class. The reason I'm sharing this with you today is because of the level of frustration, the stress that I was putting myself through yesterday because of an appointment time. And I kept telling myself, well, it's because it's just not fair. I asked for mornings, right? I should be getting mornings. I'm like, God, like, you sound like a spoiled brat. So firstly, I told myself that I sounded like a spoiled brat. And then I asked myself what the issue really was. And the issue was I couldn't shop, which is the one thing that I said I wasn't going to do anyway. So these later appointment times have actually given me what I needed, which was to be more immersed in the retreat, more immersed in the treatments, 
spending more time on my own, which is what I said I wanted anyway. That was my intention to retreat. So these later appointment times are giving me everything that I wanted, everything that I had asked for by setting my intention. And yet in my head, it's still annoying me or was still annoying me because it's stopping me from shopping, which is the one thing that I said I wouldn't do. So I'm sharing this with you today because I want you to consider how sometimes continually getting stressed about what you want when maybe what you're being given is what you need, how is that impacting you? How often do you spend time stressing, 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 stressing because I want that particular thing. I want it to work out this particular way. I want this, I want this, I want this. You waste all of that time and all of that energy and actually it works out for the better anyway. So how often do you allow your stress to rise? How often, you may, this may not be you, this may just be me, but how often do you feel yourself going into spoiled brat mode because I can't have that thing that I wanted and it's so unfair? And yet actually what you're being presented with is the thing that you should have had all along. How is what you want causing you more stress and leaving you more frazzled over potentially getting what it is that you need? I'm going to leave you with that thought for today. I'm going to go and jump in the shower, get these oils off, get down to my Indian clubs make the most of this rain because it's actually really lovely warm rain i don't know what what date you will hear this as i said depending on kind of internet maybe it won't be until i get back to the uk but whatever day you hear this i hope this episode has been useful for you i hope you're able to take something from it i will say goodbye and i will be back with you again soon take care for now everybody bye bye